0: hello friends welcome to the mongolian adventures podcast a place for stories about mongolia for adventurous kids get comfortable snuggle in and let's begin let's begin the climb down 600 stairs was much easier than the climb up 600 stairs had been. This morning had started bright and early with Tsingun knocking on her door at 5.30 a.m. so that she could come and watch the sunrise from the top of the Zeisen monument. He swore it was the best view in the city and after watching it, Minjin was pretty sure he was right. Then it had been time to say her goodbyes to Tsingun and Tamir and to Grandfather Solomon. She had taken in the view one more time and then started back down the many, many stairs, the next piece of her painting secure in her backpack. As she walked down, trying not to trip and roll down the hill, she thought of that mystery painting and the search that continued. She had been given the mystery of the Tzanambatsur Art Museum, where the art historian there gave her a picture of a piece of a painting that they were trying to find. Minjin had succeeded in finding two more pieces that fit together and now she was off to continue looking for what remained of the artwork. She also had to keep looking for a place that could be her new home and in turn figure out what she wanted to do for the rest of her life for work. Not a big deal at all. An art history mystery to solve, a new home to find, and a career decision. Piece of cheese, Mouse Kadir. Lost in her thoughts, and if she's honest worries. Min Jin made it back down the hill and to the mouse transport stop. She grabbed some hot cheese from a little stand as she waited, the perfect breakfast on a morning when she was sleepy and a little overwhelmed. Nothing cheered her up more than a cup of hot cheese. She boarded the mouse transport, paid her fee and took her seat. The ride was short and it was early enough that traffic was light. They made it to the museum in just a few minutes. Minjin got off and walked to the sign that read Bogotan Palace Museum. Underneath, she read the operating hours, which listed them as being from 10 to 5. Wait, 10 to 5? Dang it. Minjin checked the small red watch on her left leg. 9.05 a.m. She still had almost an hour to go. Feeling frustrated, she found a spot by the mouse entrance and plopped down, her bag falling to the sidewalk next to her. Heidi ho, girlie! an older mouse wearing a bright pink dress came swinging down the sidewalk toward her. Her lipstick was bright pink, too, as were her rhinestone earrings, and the big pink rings shining from all of her fingers. She even had a bright pink silk scarf tied over her head, forming a bow between her ears. Ah, uh, hello! Minjin replied, unsure if she was supposed to know this mouse in pink, or if she was just being friendly is there a reason you have sat your butt on the rut in the walk this mouse talked so fast and so strangely Minjin wasn't even sure she knew what she was asking oh sorry she answered standing up and brushing herself off i was just waiting for the museum to open since i got here early you don't have to wait up and at 'em! no time to waste the time is now Minjin stood confused but the sign says it opens at 10 Also, who are you?" The sign is for the humans, the mouse replied, and I'm Tsirma, the mouse in charge of this museum. We've got our own schedule. She paused to laugh, the sound making her whole body shake, the pink swaying in the sunlight. I do things the way I want here for us mice, and think it's silly to wait for midday to open. Let's go, girl. Minjin walked after her, a cloud of pink, marching forward through the mouse entrance hidden on a side of the wall. The tour of the grounds and the museum continued much in the same way, Tsirma moving in a blur, her words just as fast, showing Minjin the former ruler's palace, buildings, and belongings. She tried to follow as fast as she could without tripping over her tail, although she did end up falling on her little butt quite a few times. She had just picked herself up after another tumble when they entered a beautifully restored building, the wooden floors creaking below her paws. There were statues, religious texts, and beautifully painted wooden pieces, their red and green swirls matching the colors throughout the room. Next to her Tsurma was talking, explaining what the religious texts meant and what time period they were from, but Minjin was barely listening. She closed her eyes and imagined what it would have been like to live here when the Bogotan ruled. What kind of man had he been? What had the mice been like back then? Had her own ancestors lived near this palace? She opened her eyes and wandered away from Sirma into another section of the room, her eyes taking in the tapestries that hung, their patterns, artwork all of their own. Curtains as art! Minjin smiled to herself thinking about how art really was everywhere if you looked hard enough. Then, there, right next to the tapestries, there! Min Jin rushed forward to get a closer look, straining her neck and standing up on her back legs to see. Framed and preserved behind glass, there was the last piece of her painting. The ragged edges fit the ones she already had, and the images on the paper also matched. In this piece, the humans were shown in motion, working together to build a traditional Mongolian ger. The ger was in progress, its sides and walls propped up as the humans were shown trying to tie the fabric and felt around it. She turned back around hurriedly, trying to find Sirma so she could ask her about the painting, but the room was empty. Minjin was alone with the artifacts and paintings, the old wooden floor stretching out before her. She couldn't see or hear Sirma anywhere. Now what was she to do? Minjin's mo- Min mom had always told her that if she got lost she should stay where she was so that her mom could come back and find her and they wouldn't be walking in circles around each other. But she wasn't exactly lost, was she? She was ten and on her house adventure, not a baby mouse lost in the market but also she was in a huge historical palace where she did not know her way around and she had no idea where to go. Where had Sirma gone? Where were the other mice who worked here? The tears started to fall before she could stop them. Her heart was still beating fast from the excitement of finding the painting hanging on the wall and now it was racing from the fear rising up in her throat. She tried to wipe them away but they kept coming Waves crashing over her like the ocean she had heard about but never seen. What kind of mouse liked the ocean anyway? Overwhelmed, she laid down on the floor, curled her tail up under herself, and let herself cry. A few minutes passed, and then Minjin heard the door open, sun streaming in as it did. Hello? Minjin? A voice called. She picked herself up, dusting herself off from the floor as she did. "Yes." I'm over here, she answered. She walked back towards the center room, finding an unfamiliar mouse dressed in blue standing there. Hi, I'm Mankha, Tsirma's son, he said. She sent me to find you because she had to run off and deal with some problem or another. Noticing her red eyes, he asked, are you okay? I promise she didn't mean to leave you. Minjin sniffled, trying to smile. I'm fine, just a little overwhelmed, she answered. Do you want to finish your tour and see where us mice live, he asked. That sounds good, she replied, following him while she glanced back at the piece of painting on the wall. She would be back for it, that was for sure. Anka showed her the main museum building, where there was a full-scale Gare replica, a carriage, and many other beautiful old things. Her mind was elsewhere, though, debating how she could ask Tsirma about the piece of her painting. She didn't get the sense that Tsirma just let mice wander off with pieces of exhibits. They finished their tour in a section of the museum wall that had been turned into the mice apartments for those who lived and worked here at the palace. Anka introduced Minjin to some of the mice, a mix of historians, academics, professors, and groundskeepers. Most of them studied ancient Mongolian history, taught about Mongolian history, wrote about Mongolian history, or helped keep the palace in working order. They were very smart and very kind, but Minjin already knew that this was not the place where she would make her home. History helped her to understand the past and where she had come from, but she wanted to live looking forward, imagining and adventuring into new things that much she was sure of right now. After a cup of tea and some cheese biscuits, Anka asked her if there was anything else she wanted to see before she left for the day. Well, actually, there's something I already saw, she said, and I sort of kind of need to ask your mom about it. Oh, what is it, he asked curiously. Minjin explained the search she had been on and pulled out the other pieces to show him what she had gathered so far so you found your last piece here hanging on the wall he asked his face surprised whiskers shaking yep that's where you found me in the room with the missing piece but you can't take artwork from the museum it's a historical artifact Anka practically shouted these words as he jumped from his chair I realize that Minjin said calmly but maybe it would be possible to take a photograph Minjin knew that normally it costs money to purchase a photography permit here at the museum. She had seen the sign when she had been waiting outside in the morning. She also knew she didn't have any money other than what she used for the mouse transport and the small stipend she got for food, so she was hoping to avoid that particular fee. Okay, let's go ask my mom, Anka said, motioning her to the door. They climbed through the wall and into another long hallway this one closer to the ticket area and entrance to the museum. They entered Sirma's office, a tidy little wooden room with a desk and a few chairs and bookshelves that covered every other available space. Sirma sat at her desk talking on a phone muttering about humans who break precious artifacts with their huge clumsy hands and the importance of mice repair. She said goodbye quickly when she noticed Anka and Minjin standing in front of her. "'My son!' and the mouse who sat on the floor outside and ignored most of my tour," she exclaimed. "'My name is Minjin,' she said in return. "'Thank you for your kindness and your tour. I'm sorry I was a bit distracted for some of it.' "'No cheese, no problem,' Sirma replied. "'Now have you come to declare that you would like to work and live here for the rest of your days?' What historical specialty would you like to claim? You can use some of these books for introductory research if you want. Oh, I'm actually not here for that, Minjin said, suddenly nervous, although I'm sure that would be great, but it's about a painting I saw while on your tour. She took a deep breath and started the story, winding her way through her time at the Zanematsu Art Museum. Oh, that place, Tsirma had said, clearly feeling that her museum was the better one. Her search in Bogdol and the Zeisson Monument, and how she had ended up here at the Winter Palace. I can't give you the painting, as the humans would throw an absolute fit, Tsirma said, laughing. They break everything with their huge hands and then ask us to fisk- fix it. But cheese help us if we ever want to use any of the pieces for research ourselves. Minjin nodded, deciding listening was better than talking at this point. But I don't see why I couldn't give you a picture of the painting. Then you could take it back to Miss Fancy Art Historian Lady at Zanembatzer, and tell them the missing piece is here at the Better Museum. At this Tsurima huffed, her entirely bright pink outfit shimmering as she stood up quickly from the desk. Yes, that's what we'll do. I will give you a picture. And you can march right back to that silly art museum and show them where it's been this whole time, if they would ever bother to even come here. She continued to mutter about Zanenbatsar as she moved around her office, collecting a camera and other supplies in a pink swirl of energy. Tsirma continued her march out of her office, down the hallway, through the museum building, and back outside, Minjin and Anka trailing after her. They reached the palace room that Minjin had cried in, and Sirma stopped in front of the framed painting. She raised her camera up, took a few pictures, and swirled back out again, yelling, Just meet me back in my office in 20 minutes. I've got to print this. Minjin turned to Anka. Your mom is really a force of nature, isn't she? Anka laughed. She has been for my whole life. Did you ever think about living somewhere else? Minjin asked, suddenly able to focus on the mouse in front of her, instead of herself. I guess I did consider it, Anka answers thoughtfully. I hopped around a bit on my house search, saw some different places, but I think I always knew in my heart that I would end up back here. I love the history of the place and the chance to share it with others. And it seems important to me that we preserve and protect our history so that we can remember and learn from it for the future." Minjin considered this, nodding her head as she thought, yes, that seemed wise, to learn from our history so we could go forward. She wandered through the palace yard until it was time to pick up the photo, considering what she should do next and where she should go. After goodbyes with Sirma and Anka, she had once again boarded the mouse transport and headed back towards downtown. Before she could go anywhere, she needed to stop by the place that started this mystery. Then she could think of next possible homes and jobs. One thing at a time, one nibble of cheese at a moment. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures podcast. You can find more information about the podcast as well as lesson plans for educators at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at MongolianADVPod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media. Until next time! May your adventures be big and your dreams even bigger.